swimmer's ear. What is it? Why does it happen? And how can you prevent it in your children this summer? All topics you're going to learn about in today's edition of Portable Practical Pediatrics. So, stay tuned. Welcome to Portable Practical Pediatrics, a podcast for parents and families, a place dedicated to children and their well-being. And now, direct from Studio 1E in Charlotte, North Carolina, here's your host, Dr. Paul Smolin. To understand swimmer's ear, you need to start by understanding that it is an infection of your child's ear canal skin. This specialized skin provides a barrier to the hostile world of the outer ear, which is full of all sorts of bacteria and fungus. Without intact healthy skin providing a barrier to these microbes, trouble is inevitable. When the normal barrier function of the wax and the surface skin cells breaks down, invasion into the skin by microbes begin, leading to swelling and pain and inflammation and maybe even fever and possibly an abscess or cellulitis, an infection under the skin, all from a simple skin infection in the outer ear. But why is it called swimmer's ear, you may be wondering. Good question because the entire process is driven by moisture in the ear, most likely, but not solely, caused from swimming. To understand how the swimmer ear ball gets rolling, you need to know a few things about the special environment in the ear canal of your children. When functioning well, the ear canal is self-cleaning with dead skin and wax gradually and continuously moving towards the opening and being discharged, taking out the trash of the ear canal, so to speak. The canal is also kept healthy by maintaining a little acidic quality that slows down germ growth, and the wax and layers of skin cells serve as an effective barrier to keep germs from invading the skin of the ear canal. But a child's ear canal is often curved and sloped downward, allowing water to settle and supercharge the growth of bacteria and fungus. And since your child's ear canal has a light growth of bacteria and fungus all the time, if water gets trapped, especially if the skin barrier is broken, there we go with a painful case of swimmer ear, also known as otitis externa. Well, as you know, summer is all about water for children. Children often live in the pool or the ocean or the lake, which can promote an overgrowth of bacteria and fungus in their ear canals, and possibly washing out the protective earwax, macerating the skin in their ear canals, and washing out the protective acids. Think about your children swimming for a few hours, going underwater probably a thousand times, and you can see that their ear canal environment has changed drastically. Add to that some abrasions from cleaning with Q-tips, the use of hard swim plugs, maybe some mild eczema in their ear canal, swimming in high bacteria water like a lake or a warm swimming pool, ending the day with a, a hair shampooing that clogs up the ear canal, and going possibly to bed with wet hair. And you can see how a hot swimmer ear infection can easily get started in your child.
Well, now that you understand what otitis externa or swimmer ear is, let's get practical and talk about things you can do to prevent your children from suffering from a case this summer. The main thing is to keep their ear canals as dry as possible. Try and keep your child's ears as dry as possible by blow drying, shaking water out of them, toweling them dry, or putting a little rubbing alcohol in the ear just before they go to bed. Avoid hard earplugs, earbuds, Q-tips, or anything that can cause trauma to that delicate skin in their ear canal. All these things uh, can break down that delicate barrier that we talked about before. And don't remove the wax from their ears unless you are instructed to do so by your child's pediatrician. It's not dirt. It looks like dirt, but it's not dirt. It protects your child's ear. And if your child is prone to swimmer's ear or is swimming daily, prophylax with half white vinegar and half rubbing alcohol. You make up a mixture of half vinegar, half alcohol, rubbing alcohol. And and at the end of the swimming day, no more showering, no more water going in the ear. Put a few drops in both ears, rub it around, and get the extra out. Now you know that alcohol dries your child's ear and the vinegar and alcohol slows down the growth of germs. Do this every night until the swimming season is over. Some people simply use a diluted vinegar solution alone, but I like the combination. There are also some over-the-counter drops for this that you can get at the pharmacy. Just ask the pharmacist about it. And be especially on guard for swimmer ear prevention when the pools get very warm in late July and August, or if your child is swimming a lot in a lake. These are very dirty, a lot of bacteria in lakes. Sending some of these drops to camp with them, that may not be such a bad call either. And this tip is especially for girls with thick hair. Dry that hair before going to bed, otherwise their ear is damp all night. The pillow gets wet and their ear canal is up against dampness. Perfect conditions for developing a swimmer ear. And finally, if your child is a competitive swimmer, get some soft watertight silicone earplugs during the swimming season, plus a special drop called, there's a brand called Vosol HC or Acetosol HC. Those are both brands, their prescription, and once or twice daily during the swim season, putting it in their ears can be very helpful uh, to prevent swimmer's ear and is much better tolerated than the alcohol and the vinegar if you're going to use it a lot. Well, I hope those tips will keep your summer uninterrupted by a painful case of swimmer's ear in your children. By all means, let your children have fun summer around water, but be smart about it. Swim lessons, adult supervision, always. And of course, some attention to those delicate ear canals. If you find the information you get from this podcast valuable, please take a minute to rate this podcast where you get podcasts and share an episode that you like with family and friends. This is Doc Smo, hoping your children don't have any tears from summer sore ears. Until next time. I would like to thank the following people for their assistance in the production of this podcast. Dr. David Jaffe, the voice of the introduction. Robert Beezer, the composer-arranger of the intro music. Anne Gesner, my wonderful content editor. Benjamin Smolin and Jerome Moof, the talented musicians who produced this delightful theme music. Sarah Smolin and Nathaniel Horlick for their digital wizardry. 
and Wendy Smolin Esquire and Seth, the Rocket Man Barrister Jaffe, for their inspirational guidance. Thanks, guys. By listening to this podcast, you agree to all of the terms and conditions found at the docsmo.com website. This docsmo.com podcast is informational only. Dr. Smolin does not diagnose, treat, or offer specific medical advice for your child. For specific medical advice regarding your child, consult his or her health care provider.